We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. They've played this game since 1904. Prime time under the lights of the palace. Bragging rights, pride, title hopes, it's all on the line. Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, live at Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. This is Sooner Sports Talk, presented by AT&T 5G, the official 5G wireless network of OU Athletics. Also brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors, the preferred sporting goods retailer of Sooner Sports. Bud Light, whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Homeland. 
proud sponsor of Sooner Football. And by Moody's Country Store and Barbecue, bringing you the best in barbecue. This is Sooner Sports Talk. Now, here are your hosts, Teddy Lehman and the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. All right, welcome everybody back to Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue on a Tuesday night. It is time for Sooner Sports Talk brought to you by AT&T 41-13, the final in Bedlam on Saturday night. The Sooners beat the Cowboys. They made it six straight over the Pokes, and we're going to talk about it, plus the upcoming matchup with West Virginia back in prime time on Saturday night in Morgantown. This is my radio partner on the Sooner Radio Network and the Butkus and Bednarik Award winner, Teddy Lehman, and we welcome in now, you can applaud for Teddy, <laughs> and we welcome in now the head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners, Lincoln Riley, everybody. Howdy, coach. Hey, guys. How we doing? I'm doing great. Fantastic. Yeah. Hey, uh, coach, I want to start, and we're going to dive and talk offense and defense and everything in West Virginia, but I want to start with something you pointed out immediately after the game on Saturday night. We noticed it early. That crowd that you had Saturday night was something else. It did not feel like there were only 25% there. No, it didn't. I honestly had a few moments there where I kind of forgot that we were, you know, in this in this pandemic, and, and it, it, it felt, you know, like, like it should feel down there. It was – it was uh, our fans were, were tremendous. I mean, I know there was a lot of buzz about the game and in-state rivalry and – Two good teams, all that, but our, our fans, uh, I can't say enough about them. It was a great atmosphere, and i tell you what, our, our players noticed it. Um, our recruits, even even though they couldn't be there, you know, at home watching it, you know, there's we've a lot of comments. It was very, very noticeable and uh, yeah, very, very much appreciated. I can't thank our fans enough. I think that's one of the things as a college football player, especially at a place like Oklahoma, maybe that you take for granted that there's going to be yeah. 85,000 screaming people there. And then all of a sudden this year's thrust on you and you get excited about 25% <laughs> in there getting loud. I can't imagine what these guys are, are going to feel like the next time <laughs> having seen a, a, a mostly empty stadium, not just here, but everywhere they run out and do see that 85,000. That's going to be special. It, it will. I, I've thought about that, how different it'll feel again. I mean, for all of us, um, but no, I, I, you make a great point. I mean, our, our guys are so used to playing in front of big stages. I mean, you know, your, your Oklahoma career, you know, as of late and for just, you know, just about all, all time has been, you know, you play in front of a stalled out, you know, stadium here, you know, half your games. The other half, you go to somebody's home and you're typically their biggest game of the year. And it's normally a great atmosphere. You go play Texas in, in Dallas, which is one of the great atmospheres ever. You go down to uh, to AT&T Stadium and, and play at the home of the Dallas Cowboys for the Big 12 championship game, and then you go play in a major bowl game. I mean, like, that's 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 kind of your career here. And so you're so used to, no matter where, playing on big stages. And it's, it was a little bit of an adjustment early, I think, especially for our guys who are used to that. But it'll, it'll certainly be exciting to see it packed up again. Opening segment brought to you by Noble McIntyre, McIntyre Law, the law firm you should turn to for all your personal injury needs. All right, Coach, you've had a couple of nights to sleep on it. 41-13, the final on Saturday. Overall takeaway from how your team played. We played hard. Uh, we played, um, you know, we, we, we did a lot of things well. You know, I, I think our, I think we've, you know, continued to improve in a lot of areas. I thought some young guys made some some big, important plays in a, in a, in a big-time ball game, which was great. 
you know, we still we had too many penalties on defense. Uh, offensively, we, we were way too inconsistent with our execution. Uh, so there was still a lot that we were going to need to do better, you know, as these, as this game goes on, as these opportunities continue to come up that we've, you know, been able to put ourselves into. So, um, you know, excited about the win against a quality opponent, excited about how hard we played, you know, physical, all that. But still, you know, coming back and watching it, there's, there's still – you know, a lot that we're leaving on the table that, that, you know, we've got, you know, a few games here to try to be able to go get. So that's that's uh, certainly been our focus coming out of the game. I thought your quarterback, you know, it wasn't one of his flashier games as you see him with a nice run into the end zone there. But it seemed like it, he did a really good job just distributing the ball. There wasn't any, like, incredible plays from him. It was just get the ball to the playmakers and let them go do their thing. And it turned out to be a, a really efficient night for him, it seemed. Yeah, I thought he handled it well. You know, I thought he, he uh, you know, took what was there the majority of the night, you know, was able to make a couple of really big plays, um, you know, took care of the football. Uh, just, yeah, you know, it's kind of like, kind of like the rest of our team. There was a lot of good. There were still, you know, things that we've got to continue to learn from and clean up, but, but, uh, not for him to perform, you know, like that on 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 that kind of stage, and you know, his first taste of, of this rivalry game, and and uh, to play really clean football was was certainly a certainly a positive. I mean, he played well, uh, and he's going to continue to play better and better. You jumped out on him early. They did a pretty good job bottling up your run game for you know the first two and a half quarters or so, but you stuck with it, and it opened up for you when you needed it, the third and the fourth quarter, big time to put that game away. Um, what was the, you know, kind of the message over there when it wasn't going well to, to stay after it? Uh, we just knew we needed to play better, honestly. I mean, they're, they're good defense. They, they, they don't make things easy on you. But at the same time, we, we shot ourselves in the foot, especially in the run game, you know, way too much. And a couple of times in the throw game there, especially in the late second, early third quarter, we, we, didn't, we didn't play very well there offensively. And, you know, the, they give defense a lot of credit, guys – you know, really held in there and, and, you know, we're able to continue to maintain our lead, even though we weren't, we're putting up some points, but we obviously, you know, had to kick some field goals, ended up missing one field goal. I mean, we, we had some opportunities to really blow it open big and, uh, you know, we, we didn't do a good enough job offensively to do it. And, but, but we really played well defensively the whole way through. And yeah, we felt like we were close the whole night on the run game. Um, just, just kind of one guy here and there and, and we're able to put it all together. Certainly much better there at the end of the game. How much different has that been for you? You know, um, you mentioned how good the defense has played and, and you guys left some things out there offensively. Has that changed your approach much that it seems like there's a, a bigger margin for error? In the past, there's been some games where it felt like if you didn't get points on a drive that <laughs> maybe you're going to lose the football game. Now, all of a sudden, your defense is giving you some leeway there where it doesn't feel like the end of the world if you have to march the punter out there. Yeah, no, I just, I think it's just this team's personality and, and, you know, we kind of say it each year, but it's, and it's always different as, you know, your recipe for winning and obviously the recipe gets a lot easier. The, the it's not, it never easy, but it gets easier, the better you are on any side of the ball. But, but no, certainly with the way we've been playing defensively, you know, you do have that confidence that, that, you know, if for some reason we don't score on this drive, we're going to be, we're going to be okay. You know, we're, a chance we're going to get it right back and have another crack at it. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, each game has been a little bit different that way, and there's always different runs here and there. But, um, no, I, I think we have a lot of confidence in the way we're playing defensively, and 
and I lot of, and I've got a lot of confidence in both sides right now. I do. I think there's, you know, we're just, it's just, a, as you know, the season is just a continual fight to try to put it together as much as you can. And then you got to go do it again the very next week and continue to grow and learn. It's just a, it's a constant battle. I mean, it just, it is, but uh, no, I can't say enough about how well we're playing defensively. It's, it's, uh, you, when you play that good, you always have a chance to win. Speaking of your defense, um, I was around a guy named Buddy Heald for four years who had such an effusive personality that whatever mood Buddy was in, everybody was in. If Buddy showed up in a good mood, everybody was in a good mood. If Buddy showed up with a chip on his shoulder, everybody had a chip on their shoulder. I think Baker was probably kind of like that for you. Ronnie Perkins seems like maybe he's that kind of a guy, a personality, a mindset that everybody else just feeds off of how Ronnie is playing out there. It looks like that from the 30,000 feet view, Coach. Is that the way it is uh, inside the locker room? He certainly has an impact. There's no question. He's, he's, a, he's definitely a, a team leader, um, you know, a, a source of energy, source of attitude, mentality, no no question about that. Um, and that's, you know, we probably miss that as much or more, you know, during his absence than than even maybe his play on the field. But we certainly miss both. But, I mean, that, that uh, you know, that you just, you're only going to have so many alphas, you know, and he's certainly one of those for us and, and been a good, he's been a good mentor for our young guys as far as that and pushing guys along and getting guys to understand what it really takes at this level to to be a, a great team to be a, a really strong individual player to grow and mature he, he's he's done a great job of that so now I, I can't say enough about him as a, a leader and what he's meant to our team to have him back and he certainly made a big impact in that one the other night I feel like you know what's what's been most um Interesting for me defensively is, you know, one of the things you always talk about is uh, are you developing your talent? Are you developing your depth? And, and are you recruiting well? And whenever you look at this defense, I don't know that there's a, a defense in the country that has played as many guys in critical moments or has had – you know, the starting lineups that we've had. We've had several different starting line, lineups at inside backer, defensive line, secondary. I think the quality depth is one of the things that's probably underappreciated with this group. You know, you do have the stars like Ronnie and Benito, but there's good quality depth at all three levels of this squad. Uh, great point. Now there is. And it's, uh, I mean, I've, I think you have to have that to, to be great at this level, especially in this age of, of tempo ball and, you know, occasionally playing a bunch of snaps. And, and then obviously this year it's been maybe as important as ever just with 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 all that we're dealing with, with the guys in and out uh, with COVID. So, no, it has. I mean, I think it shows that, that, that a lot of guys have developed and a lot of guys are getting opportunities. And I think, you know, it's kind of two things. It's, you know, I think your older guys have taken to this system and have, bought into our you know our strength our strength program just the culture everything that we're wanting to do and those guys are improving and getting better even in the later parts of their career and then then on the flip side you've got a lot of young guys that are that are talented and going to have a chance to be really really good players here that are pushing for playing time now that it's not it's not well it's you know develop this guy for a few years yeah we want to develop them but that doesn't mean that can't they can't come help us right now we've you know, we've pushed ourselves to find recruits that, you know, we don't sit there and say, hey, he's two or three years away from helping us. I mean, that's that's 
that's not what we're looking for. We're looking for guys that can make an impact and then also have a chance to develop and, and continue to get better and, and have a chance to become you know really good players as their career unfolds. All right, let's take an opening timeout. Coming up, we'll talk about the matchup with West Virginia. Teddy's Butkus Brain Teaser tonight. We'll start to hit your questions as well. You got a question for Coach Riley tonight. You can hit us up on the uh, Twitter machine, at OU on the air. It's our Academy Sports and Outdoors inbox. We'll be back sooner. Sports Talk right after this. Sooner Sports Talk is presented by Rudy's, bringing you the best in barbecue. Kincaid Coach, the official motor coach carrier of Sooner Athletics. Anheuser-Busch, whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. AT&T 5G, the official 5G wireless network of OU Athletics. Academy Sports and Outdoors the preferred sporting goods retailer of Sooner Sports. Homeland, a fresh experience. Proud sponsor of Sooner Football. Riverwind, still the one. Walden Cleaners and Laundry, where the difference is quality. Welcome back to Sooner Sports Talk, brought to you by AT&T. We're at Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. Whether you're home gating or tailgating for the OU game, make a winning play with Tostitos Chips, Tostitos packs the crunch for a touchdown in taste. We've got your Academy Sports question of the night. Academy Sports and Outdoors for all officially licensed Sooners gear. Here it is. Coach Riley, what's the most exciting aspect of your job? All right, Coach, you wanted to know what is the most exciting aspect of your job. I think I could guess it's probably your press conferences. I thought Tuesday. you were going to say this show. <laughs> All right, we got to rank way up there. Yeah. Um, gosh, I mean, there's a lot. Um, I mean, obviously, game days are, are pretty special. That's what you put so much work into, and to, to see the players, the team, have a chance to be successful, do it on that stage is, is awesome. I mean, seeing our guys graduate is is up there for sure. Um, you know, and then, and, I, and one of my I don't know, exciting, but one of the favorite things is, is the older players when they come back. Um, you know, whether it's somebody that played for you, played for former other coaches, you just having the having the former players around here, you know, their presence is big, but also just, uh, you know, it shows you that this place meant something to them, you know, for them to come back and support the program, be around us. So th those are definitely some of the highlights for sure. I got to imagine, like, one of the things is, you know, whenever you're recruiting a kid and maybe you, you find, I don't know, a diamond in the rough or however you want a, a, a picture of that, but a kid in high school and you say, man, if we could get him here and develop him, he could turn into this type of player. And then seeing that happen, seeing him grow as a player like, like you had imagined uh, and, you know, maybe go on to the NFL. Is there anyone that maybe sticks out that, you know, was a, a guy that came in that there was a lot of work that needed to be done, and but you saw him take on that challenge and grow into that type of player? Oh, there's, yeah, no, no doubt. There's several. Uh, I mean, we've had, gosh, we've had even just so many here. I mean, I think about Marquise Brown a lot coming out of junior college and relatively unknown. And, He's and, too little, Coach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and how he developed. I mean, and more re more recently, certainly, 
you know, a guy like Neville Gallimore, you know, coming, you know, where he did out of Canada and as raw as he was coming in. I mean, current team, I, you know, I know we've talked a lot about him, but I still point to Isaiah Thomas and the job he's done and, and just really just working himself into becoming a, just a heck of a football player. So, uh, yeah, th those are those are definitely some of the best. You get, you get to kind of watch that entire journey unfold and kind of the ups and downs of it. And the, to see those guys push through and have success is, I mean, there's – there's it's, there's not many better feelings than that. I would say it's got to rank way up there when you come up with some crazy thing like the Godfather <laughs> and it pays off in the middle of a game. All right, let's talk about it for just a second. You told us the name. We've been debating where that came from for a while. Can you tell us why it's called the Godfather? It's honestly not really a great story behind it. Um, it's just, you know, I, I, I don't have a good story. It's just you get in there and you're trying to come up with <laughs> – names and ways to communicate and uh, this is just what it was so um actually there is You're a good right. actually a you know what story. that's not true okay that's actually not true <laughs> that's actually not true there actually is a good reason but i i i, I can't tell you so oh, what? sorry yeah oh, man. I, it's oh. you would you would understand trust me okay <laughs> is, is that a play where you know, it's called, and you go to the line of scrimmage, and you have to have a certain look for it to be on, or is that one that you guys are running? Like, that's the call, and you're rolling with it. Yeah, we were rolling with this one. Um, you know, we occasionally have plays like that, but not too often. I I, I really don't like getting too – if you try to hit certain plays of certain things, I mean, you're just only going to be right a certain percentage of the time. So we try to – we try to not have too many plays in a plan that we only like against this or that. We try to have more plays that we're we're good, you know, as we kind of term it, just letting it ride. Um, and that, you know, I think when we do that, we, you know, hopefully not don't put our guys in too many bad situations where you, you know, called something and you only liked it against this coverage or this front or whatever, and then you don't get it, and and you know, and nothing nothing good normally happens from there. So uh, that was one we were going to ride with no matter what. What's the scout team ratio with that one? There's got to be, like, whenever you try out some of these plays like that, if the scout team's not fooled, no. then you, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, sometimes it's weird because you never know those guys, and they, they kind of know your offense a little bit. You get Is, Fredo if that's the case. Right. Yeah. Is it a true test whenever you run stuff like that against the scout team? It's, so, it's sometimes a little bit harder to, to figure out. You know, something like that, the occasion we'll run against our defense. We actually ran it in the week against our defense, and it was a – Absolute disaster. So I'm, I'm surprised I got up the, the guts to call it after that. You ever, you ever uh, call in games in the course of a night? I'm not saying this happened Saturday, but it happened Saturday. You ever call in games and you're like, man, I'm hot tonight. <laughs> no. like, a th like a three point no. shooter. You ever be like, man, I, I am in a groove tonight. No, because I realize it's not, I mean, it's not me. I mean, it's the players. I mean, it's. You know, it's 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 definitely easier to call plays when your guys are playing well and you're not, you know, you're, you're staying in a good position. You're not committing mistakes, penalties. I mean, that's obviously a lot easier when when you feel like a lot of things are working as opposed to when you feel like you're searching to try to get them jump started. So the, the, the players certainly make that job a lot easier. All right, we got some great questions rolling in. I want to get after some of these. This is from uh, Terry and Rob in-house. Say, what did Drake Stoops do to make him have to run gassers all night during the game? A lot of people pointed out, Coach, that Drake uh, went in motion a whole lot for you. <laughs> On Saturday night, they wanted to know if it was punishment or anything. No, uh, just just kind of how the thing came together. So uh, you know, he's uh, 
you know, this was kind of part of the plan, and, and he's been a big part of our offense. And yeah, just they tend to work pretty good, too. So I think everybody was happy with him. I'll tell you what I like from him. Um, you know, it looked early on, it's like he's pulling rough duty out there, blocking on some of those perimeter tunnel screens and bubbles and stuff. But you could see that, you know, he's got the knack for that now, and he's starting to get way better at that at the point of attack convoy blocking downfield he's turned into a pretty good little little guy out there on the edge blocking for you no he has that's that's honestly what's allowed him to to be able to play and contribute more i mean he's always ran pretty good routes and caught the ball well uh, he, and he's improved at that too but his you know when you're a smaller guy out there you better be able to block people or it's kind of like man why would we even put you out there um if if all you can do is you know run a good route here and there and catch the ball uh no matter how many balls you catch as a receiver, you're always going to be blocking way more than, than you're running with the football. And uh, he's really improved that. I mean, he, he took it to heart the way we've coached him. You know, Coach Gundy's done a great job bringing him along. And uh, that's that's been probably the biggest key that's allowed him to, to, to play as many snaps as he has. Gary Matthews in-house asked what player, what former OU player would you say resembles Mikey Henderson? That's a good topic to bring up. I mean... Mikey Henderson just continues to be a great weapon for you. Teddy, you've talked about the resemblance to uh, Josh Norman mm -hmm. in the past, pre-Lincoln Riley, but um, any resemblance there to a former player, Coach? Oh, man, he, he is unique. You know, he, he really is. I mean, probably, in, in, at least in my time here, I would say Joe Mixon. Um, now, there's definitely some differences. You know, Mikey's bigger than Joe. Um, you know, Joe's a little bit faster than Mikey, but, you know, both are – kind of have that skill set you're like man like this guy can do a lot mm -hmm. you know like I mean you know Joe you know would have been and he was fabulous for us as a receiver as well but I mean you could have lined him up a receiver the entire game he would have been great and uh Mikey has some of that same type of ability where there's just you don't feel like just a ton of limits on what this guy can do so he's a exciting young player to say the least I think it's, it's pretty impressive and I know a lot of people talk about that, and, and we've asked similar questions, but that whole room, you know, from Stogner, a 6'6", 260-pound, you know, tight end guy that can split out or be an inline blocker to Braden Willis to Jeremiah Hall and then, you know, Mikey Henderson, it's really – it runs the entire spectrum, and it just, you know, it, it gives you more weapons there and, and versatility than probably any other tight end H-back room in the country and you know how have you guys how have you kind of embraced that and recruited that and used that to expand your offense yeah i mean i think we've looked for for skill sets uh that that we feel like give us that versatility um and like you said they're all a little bit different and and you know there's not many guys like that i mean that's you know you go out and look for offensive line there's a bunch of linemen you know there's a bunch of running backs a bunch of receivers but there's it's such to have a body type to be able to do all that um, is is harder to find. And so we've simply just kind of tried to find guys that we think are versatile and that could do a lot of parts of it, whether it's with a 6'6", 250-pound frame or a 6'2", you know, 240-pound frame. And, uh, yeah, and, and it's just – it's been a great room. They've complimented each other, you know, supportive of one another. Um, you know, they've all, you know, made big plays when their number's been called, and they've all done a good job learning our system, which has allowed us to use them in a lot of different ways. All right, time for our Rudy's Anywhere, Sooners Everywhere question of the night. Uh, this is from Tim Garrett. He's going to win a $50 gift card to Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. Coach, typically how many times do you watch a game film on the upcoming opponent? 
And how many years do you go back? I would imagine that fluctuates. It does. Um, you know, it depends a little bit on, you know, how long a defensive coordinator's been there, you know, how he's if he's been at other stops or his staff. Um, so that's, you know, that's definitely one of the biggest things. And then, and then also, too, how much, you know, personnel, um, you know, is different or how much is new. Uh, so it does fluctuate, but... No, I mean, we watch quite a bit. You know, you watch it different ways. Sometimes you watch a full game. Sometimes you watch, you know, what coaches call our cut-ups, which is, you know, different situations. So you may take a team and every, you know, every play that they've had on third down, you know, is, is broken down. So you can, you know, be able to look at the film through different lenses. But by the end of the week, we, we, we've seen a lot more than we haven't seen. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. Good question. We got a gift card headed your way. We'll take a timeout. When we come back, we'll look ahead to West Virginia with Coach Riley and Teddy's Butkus Brain Teaser of the Night at Sooner Sports Talk here at Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. Sooner Sports Talk is presented by Rudy's. Bringing you the best in barbecue. Log on to Soonersports.com slash kids for information about joining the Sooner Junior Kids Club presented by OG&E. Brought to you in part by Orthodontics Exclusively. Anheuser-Busch. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. We want to thank all of our Sooner Radio Network affiliates across the state and region. Fans can check out Soonersports.com for an affiliate in your area. And if you're traveling outside the state of Oklahoma, you can listen to all the action on either Sirius XM Radio or download the TuneIn app and listen free. Sport Clips, it's good to be a guy. Welcome back to Rudy's. Toby and Teddy with you. Hey, Sooner fans, when you download the Chick-fil-A app and order, you can start earning points toward delicious rewards. Whenever there's a Sooners game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Please drink responsibly. Lincoln Riley with us, and you got West Virginia coming up on Saturday night. Another primetime game, Coach. And the Mountaineers have been very good at home. Stingy defense. Running game vastly improved from a year ago. What do you think about West Virginia? Yeah, they're playing well. You know, top-ranked uh, defense in the, uh, uh, in the conference right now, second-ranked offense. Uh, so they're, they're playing really well, uh, you know, I think. Improved in a lot of areas. You know, they're very, you know, they're very versatile offensively. They've ran the ball well, uh, you know, really the entire year. And then, you know, the quarterbacks come in and done a nice job for them. Got some good skill on the perimeter. Uh, so, you know, pretty well-balanced offense. Uh, defensively playing very well. You know, they've got definitely one of the top fronts, um, def defensive fronts in the league. And they've, they've just been... You know, they're just they're really solid overall defensively not as they saw it in a good way i mean they've made a lot of big plays they they just haven't given up a lot of big plays um very steady and been able to get pressure on that front guys in the back end have really held up well for them so no they're 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 a good football team they, they played extremely well at home you know won all five of their home games beat up on a couple people pretty good there so um no, absolutely be a, a tough challenge Neil Brown, you know, took over that job and, you know, a lot of people looked at us like, boy, that's going to be such a work in progress there. But uh, the difference between them year one versus year two, especially given the offseason and the, you know, the limited availability, 
That says quite a bit about him as a head coach and the staff he put together. It does. No, he's got a really good staff. Those guys have done a great job, you know, really brought in some quality players and, and uh, you know, developed guys and no question. No, there's a lot of guys on that staff we're very familiar with and no surprise to see, you know, that they're doing a great job. It's always been a uh, really physical, hard-hitting defense. They'll talk some noise. We've had some pregame little roustabouts whenever we go to Morgantown up there. You see the same thing this year, really aggressive, hard-hitting defense? Yeah, they are. No, they're a good group. They're, they're physical. You know, they've, they just they played really good team defense all year. They've certainly, you know, I mean, I think the front, uh, you know, definitely leads the charge for them, as it does on most really good defenses uh, like ours. Uh, but they've got some really quality players behind. They do, and, and uh, they do some really good things schematically, and, and they're just a, a very, very complete group. You know, whenever you get rolling the way you guys are right now, late in the year, feel like you really hit your stride, kind of both sides of the ball. The one thing, like you look at a game like this and feel confident about it, and then there's like that, unless we, you know, for whatever reason our guys don't show up or feel like they've arrived, whenever you look at, you know, the kind of the leadership on this team, the attitude of this team, you feel confident that there won't be any let up? I do. I mean, I, I, I feel like, you know, we know we only got a few of these things left, and and I think we're enjoying the opportunity just to play right now. I think we're excited about our, our growth, and you know, the guys have still been extremely coachable, and we continue to push them hard. and And I think anybody that's been a part of you know this series, and, and certainly been a part of going up to Morgantown, understands the challenge. And uh, you know, we know very well the you know, especially here as of late, the Kansas State and the TCU teams that they you know beat up there at their place handily. So. They're a good football team. Uh, it's, and, and when you watch the film, it's it's pretty easy to see and pretty easy to see that it'll be a, a, a definite challenge going there. I mean, no no sugarcoating it. I mean, you're going to have to go up there and play well. Coach, it was a big picture question. It was such a grind to get to the start of this season. You know, all the hoops you had to jump through, all the protocols, even, you know, once it got going. I've heard you say – two or three, four times lately, well, I wish we had more games to play. Mm -hmm. I wish we had more to play. It seems like the, the gelling of this team, you're loving being around these guys right now. Just tell us where that feeling comes yeah, from. Yeah, we are. I mean, I, it's some of it's been the attitude of these guys through, through it. I'd say a lot of it's been that. Some of it is, I think, just some of the missed time, you know, not getting to spend the time with them in the summer and spring ball and all those things that you just – maybe take for granted, I guess, in normal years. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. And, and just the, the vibe of the team. I mean, they, they've been for each other. They've hung in there, you know, through the tough breaks, the tough moments, the great moments. I mean, they've just kind of – they've just continued to be there for each other. They've continued to, to be very coachable and allow us to push them. And, uh, you know, teams like that are fun because they get better and, and uh, you know, everybody's kind of out for each other. And that's, that's how it should be in this game. All right, time to tease the brain. The Oklahoma Education Association Butkus Brain Teaser. OEA putting education first. What you got for coach tonight, Ted? Okay, since we're going on the road to West Virginia, I've got a road game at West Virginia. 2016 snow game, T-Row. Yeah, I remember it, yeah. 11-02 uh, left in the first quarter. Score is 0-0. It is third and goal on the plus two-yard line going in right Hash, third and goal, plus two, right hash, 0-0 zero, zero first quarter, 2016, West Virginia. Mm. Before, remember before the game, we couldn't even see the field. It was yeah, snowing yeah, so it was hard. Awesome. Yeah. 
Was I think game. I'm pretty sure it was a wildcat to Samaje that he scored over the left side. I think that's it. If that's not it, then I don't know. Mm. Let's see. I don't know. You didn't even tell me what it is tonight. Let's see. 2016, Morgantown, snow's falling. Yep. There goes Baker splitting out wide right. That's abnormal. Wildcat, Samaje, Pirine. Can't even tell what yard line anybody's on. And it's a touchdown. Second effort touchdown. And that's another successful Butkus brain teaser, everyone. That's pretty good. I thought that one would be more difficult. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. Maybe I limited it whenever I said third and goal. I don't know. Don't, hey, don't Back kick yourself to the drawing over. Board. He's really good. Don't beat yourself up over Back it, to so. the drawing board. Nicely Coach, done. Coach, <laughs> nicely done on the brain Thanks. teaser. Thank you for joining us tonight. And uh, good luck against the Mountaineers on Saturday. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. All right. Lincoln Riley, everybody. Stay with us. We're not done yet. In fact, on the other side of this commercial break, Chris Plank is going to sit down with Sooner defensive back Woody Washington. You're watching Sooner Sports Talk, brought to you by AT&T. OU's football games are available on Exodus 96.5 FM in Oklahoma City and 101.5 FM El Patron in Tulsa, as well as on those stations' websites. Each OU Spanish broadcast will feature a 30-minute pregame show and a 15-minute postgame show. Homeland, a fresh experience. Proud sponsor of Sooner Football. Dr. Tim Shannon and Dr. Mark Revels at Orthodontics Exclusively are proud to present the junior captain of the game and are pleased to honor these guests as they take the field with our captains. For info on how your child can become the next junior captain, go to orthoexc.com. The Sooner Sports Podcast is your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. Listen as Toby Rowland and Chris Plank talk all things Sooners. Log on to Soonersports.tv slash podcast. Presented by Allstate and Riverwind. Washington joins us. Woody, man, congrats on the win Saturday night. That's a tough matchup with some really good wide receivers and a good running game. Uh, what really keyed this defensive success against Oklahoma State and Bedlam? Uh, I would just say our preparation and practice. We um, we emphasized the whole week just just getting on top of receivers and just trying to make them uh, run the routes through our bodies. And, and I think we did a real great job of doing that. Run the routes through your body. In other words, that to me says physicality, right? Yes, sir. Yes, so sir. from that perspective, What's the balance between, you know, being agile, being physical, and then obviously doing it within the rule book so far? It's a tough balance for you guys, isn't it? Yes, sir. I, I say for me, it's more of on the, the physical side because I try to play as physical as I can uh, at the corner position. And uh, just like guys like Trey Brown, DJ Graham, those are more of like the finesse, agile guys. So they do a real great job of trying to balance that, balance that out. <laughs> Now, are you helped? Well, you're a physical, you're a good tackler to begin with, but some of the cross-training you did, working at safety, playing nickel when called upon last year, has that kind of helped your physicality, or have you always been a more physical corner? Uh, I think that kind of helped my physicality. Uh, I, try to, I try to pride myself in being physical. I grew up watching Jalen Ramsey, so that's one of the, one of those guys that's, that's a real physical corner. So, Hey, make interceptions like he did in the end zone last yeah. week against Seattle, <laughs> and you'll be good to go, man. Yes, sir. Uh, 
The defensive line is really playing well. Can you begin to put into words how it helps the back end when the front seven is getting pressure like that? Uh, it definitely helps us a lot because we don't have to cover as long. Most times we cover routes for about four, four or five seconds, but they're getting back there in three, making making the quarterback make bad decisions. So. That, it, it helps us a lot. Hey, tell me about Roy Manning, um, because obviously we get a chance to talk to Coach on our Coach's Corner show, and we see the show, we see the energy, we see the speed D. What's it like to learn from him? Um, just like you said, it's always going to be energy. So I think that that helps us like just be more prepared, be more fired up when we when we actually get onto the field. Woody, last year you watched where the depth wasn't, I think, where anyone wanted it to be. Now this year you're going to Saturday night, Jaden's not out there, but DJ slides in, and, and you and Trey did a great job. Can you take us through that corner room and how that depth has continued to grow and improve? I think it's all in practice. Like I said, we, we come out every week and just we prepare, our, we prepare our butts off. So I say in practice, DJ had a really great week of practice. And Coach Manning seen that, and he he was he thought he was ready to play, and he definitely was. Um, for you personally, how I, I know you're never satisfied, Woody. Uh, I know everyone wants to win championships, and individual awards are, are part of that. But how satisfied are you with where this defense is right now? Let's just go specifically with you. Started the last few games, get the big pick in OU Texas, physical, making tackles all over the place. How do you feel about where Woody Washington is right now as a football player? Um. I know there's a, a, a lot more that I can do better, but uh, like you said, I'm never satisfied, so that's, that's really all I could take. Boy, it's fun watching him grow as a football yeah. player. I, here's what I would say about him right now. I don't know how good of a corner he is right now, but he's a heck of a football player, yeah. and you've got to start with that before you got to be great at any one position, and he's got a really good base to his structure and what he's going to be as a player. Saw a glimpse of it in the Peach Bowl last year, and he's yeah. built on it this year. Hey, how would you like to be able to sync your radio so that you can listen to the Sooner Radio broadcast while watching the TV in the comfort of your own home? You can go to SyncMyGame.com to find out how. We'll take a break. Final segment from here at Rudy's of Sooner Sports Talk right after this.